right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Friday, August the 20th of 2021. Thanks for waking up and starting your day with us on a, on a big day for the state of Arkansas. I'm not sure if you realize what we're celebrating today, but what today is, is uh, National Mosquito Day. <laughs> Man, there's that point in the summer, like July, August, where it's absolutely awful. And the worst part is when you're laying in the bed and you hear... Oh, yeah. It's almost like they taunt you. Yes. They know it's going to get uh-huh. on your nerves. So uh, we'll celebrate the state bird of Arkansas, the mosquito today. It's also National Tooth Fairy Day. Aww. You know, I'm thinking the last time Kyle lost a tooth, maybe the tooth fairy forgot or something. I lost one last night. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is, right? Also, National Radio Day today. So, of course, as we sit here on your radio, we appreciate you listening and letting us be a part of your day. There were some stats out I was looking at this morning about radio and radio listening, and they were talking about how uh, so many Americans enjoy waking up. And one of the little things they enjoy is turning on the radio and hearing their favorite stuff and the people that they know. So uh, that was kind of cool to read that this morning. A lot of people admit to singing out loud to the radio. Um, but only half of people say they do that, which is not true. That is not true. Now, maybe if people are in the car, you don't do it. But if you're by yourself and you hear your favorite song. <laughs> yeah, rock out. You're going to sing it out loud. And they say that women are more likely to admit that than men. So mm. anything going on with you this morning? Are you ready to tackle Friday? I am ready and ready for the weekend. All right. Ready to tackle Friday oh, as well. Yeah. Let's do this. thing. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1988. And Restless Heart had the number one song in country music on this day. Lewis dies in Texas, are haunting me tonight. Like the stars that fill the midnight sky, her memory fills my mind. Where did I go wrong? Did I wait too long? Or can I make it right? Thirty-three years ago today, Restless Hearts. Another town, another hotel. Another dream that ended way too soon. Left me lonely, afraid for the dawn. Searching. Restless Heart and the Bluest Eyes in Texas. 33 years ago today, this was the number one song in the world of country music. Restless Heart had a bunch of hits in the late 80s and early 90s. These are songs that stick out, and I remember still to this day.
Guys in Texas. It's Restless Heart. It was number one on this day in 1988. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here it is. It is Friday morning, August 20th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. I got you gossip on a new couple, new couple alert for Channing Tatum. So you know Channing Tatum from what, Magic Mike? Yes. What else has he what else has he been in? I don't know. I don't know either. But <laughs> anyway, I think I don't watch those movies because he's too good looking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, nah, we're not gonna watch yeah. a movie with the good looking guy. <laughs> I want to be the best looking guy you see, right? Yeah. So anyway. Uh, Channing Tatum has been rumored to be in a relationship with Zoe Kravitz. And the rumor's been around since kind of like early in the year, but there's been no confirmation until this week when they were spotted in New York City on a bike, like a bicycle together. So he was, I guess, sitting on the seat pedaling and she was on the pegs. I used to do that with my brother. Yeah. So (laughs) anyway, me and my friend Joe, he would ride the bike. I would stand on the pegs. Anyway, it looks like uh, Zoe and Channing met on the set of a movie, and they've probably started talking and then become closer as time has gone on. But it looks like there is a new couple alert with Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. Got your gossip today on Selena Gomez. So back in 2017, Selena gave most of her social media responsibilities to her assistant. She said she wanted to focus on herself and her mental well-being, and it doesn't sound like she misses it. So she's in the new issue of Elle, and she says, quote, this is Selena Gomez. In the past, I could spend hours looking at other people's lives. I would find myself down nearly two years in someone's feed, and then I'd realize I don't even know this person. And then she went on to say, I'm like, I've got to do something more. After I'm gone, I want people to remember me from my heart. Selena went on to say that this tiny little phone that has 150 million people on it i just need to put it down and that was such a relief to her and she says now she gets her information the right way when her friends have something to talk about they call her instead of say wait did you see my post so selena gomez not as involved in social media and she doesn't miss it all right got your gossip today on bts So BTS has come out to cancel their world tour, like we're seeing a lot of tours, and Garth Brooks just did this too. Uh, The BTS Map of the Soul tour has been canceled. Obviously, the circumstances with the pandemic around the world are changing, and uh, they just don't feel like it's the right time for them to tour and invite thousands upon thousands of people to arenas. They were going to tour with 38 concerts over North America, Asia, and in Europe. But at this point, they're going to have to say no. Ticket holders, if you did get tickets, if you were going to go to one of those shows, uh, you'll get an email with information on how to get the refund. But no BTS tour. I like those guys. I think they're neat. So BTS not touring. Got you gossip today on the Blues Travelers. Kelly, do you have any gossip on the band Blues Traveler? Or is it on the Blues Travelers, which well, sounds is, like a team? This is a different kind of band. Uh, no, it's the Blues Traveler. My fault. The tour, do, they, do they wear Nike Would apparel? you leave me alone? Just do it. Okay, so I say words wrong. It's just to make people laugh. The Blues Traveler tour bus crashed Wednesday night on its way to a show in Rochester, Minnesota. And the bus had crashed onto a median. Passengers were trapped inside until law enforcement and first responders arrived. And the lead singer, John Popper, was one of the three people who had to be treated for injuries at a local hospital. Oh, wow. Luckily, there was nothing life-threatening, but John 
Allen's ribs were injured and a bandmate had a dislocated shoulder. But they're still set to perform tonight, yeah. injuries and all. Now, that would be a great show. Why you want to give me the run around? Blues Traveler. Like a nervous magician waiting in the wings. Like a bad play when the heroes are right. Nobody thinks or expects too much. Hollywood's calling for the movie rights. Singing, baby, let's keep in touch. Hey, baby, let's keep in touch. Want to do the hook one more time? Sure. It's Friday. Traveler still on tour even after a tour bus crash. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I bought a pack of hot dogs the other day because I was going to make mm, chili. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I don't think anybody's like, what do I want today? I think I want a hot dog, but sometimes it just feels right. You know, you throw a hot dog on a grill and... Yeah, my son Bruce used to take those, like the hot dogs out of the package when he was like three, four, five, and he would just walk around with the hot dog eating it cold. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I wouldn't let him walk up to me because I'd be like, go over there, eat it over there. That's disgusting. Yeah. Kai would would do the same thing. I don't know if he'd do it now, yeah. but like even like a year ago, he probably mm-hmm. would have done it. And there's something about it because then it's like still, I don't know what <laughs> the color would be described as. Like what color? How would you describe the color? It's pinkish. Like salmonish, it, fleshy. Ugh. Yeah. At least when you cook it, it browns right. a little bit. The casing browns. Mm-hmm. So when you think about casing, anytime I see like, because I love watching the food shows, but anytime I see somebody, hey, we do our own sausages here, mm-hmm. and you see the casing, and it's put over that that gimmick, and they're filling it with stuff, no. <laughs> and it just squirts into the casing. You're going, what is happening? A uh, study done by the University of Michigan has found that every hot dog you eat shortens your life. Oh, that's just great. <laughs> What? Now, let me tell you, it's not just hot dogs. They looked at over 5,000 different foods, and they came up with a number of how many minutes these foods would take off of your life. Okay? Okay, great. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to panic all of you for a minute and tell you what not to eat. Uh, Hot dogs. For every one hot dog you eat, you're taking off 36 minutes of your life. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, for every one. And nobody eats just one. Do you? Like, if I'm having a chili dog, I'm having two chili dogs. No, I think I just have one. No. Oh, man. You cover that chili, and it's, it's flowing over the top of that <laughs> hot dog, and you got some mustard and some onions on top of there, and it's all over your plate, too, and you're sopping up that bread. Yeah. Mm. That's how I do chili dogs. But for everyone, that uh, 36 minutes off your life. Uh, they say for every burger or macaroni and cheese, again, some of the favorite things for kids, it's five minutes of your life you're losing. So, But if you want to be healthier, you want to eat a handful of nuts, like uh, cashews, maybe. You're going to gain 26 minutes. So I better go to the store and get some nuts. They also say other foods that add to your life are, of course, fruits, vegetables, and seafood. Hmm. So fried shrimp. I wonder if that counts. <laughs> some fried catfish. Let's do that. 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. Just a heads up, if you're good looking, you're more likely to get hired for a job. Why are you acting upset? Because <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> you think we thought that anyway, like as as humans? I mean, it's probably probably thought. Let's just say this. Let's pretend like there's open interviews, right, mm-hmm. for a job. And there's 10 people in the room, mm-hmm. right? And you're one of the 10, and you're looking around, and there's somebody really attractive that you know is going in for the same job. Mm-hmm. Do you automatically think they're going to get it? It just depends on, like, because I'm an observer. If, like, she came in and she was, like, a little bit, I don't know. Women can just tell. So, like, if she was a little bit, like, flaky or something, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead and go in there. I'll go after you. Okay. But I would be like, hmm, I bet she'll get picked. She'll at least be in the top yeah, couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so a study done at the what is it, the University of Buffalo, they found that, of course, if you are good looking, there's a better chance you're going to get hired. So the way they did this is they had these researchers do mock job interviews, and they were evaluating people on how effective they thought the job pitch was. So in the first round, uh, they took the good looking people in, and basically as they were going through the different uh, the breakdown of people, they were thought of the good looking people as more hireable. Partly because they were more attractive. They say another part of that was the fact that they exhibited more confidence. Like they okay. knew they were good looking. Oh. And when you know you're good looking, you have a different confidence, mm-hmm. right? So for the second phase of this, uh, the mock interviews, what they did was they sent some less attractive people in. Wouldn't you love to know you're in that group? <laughs> less attractive! Come on in! Here I go! <laughs> but they say what happened was uh, if you're less attractive, you know they're going to judge you differently. Maybe your confidence is different. But if you stand... Kind of like Superman. They said what they call the power stance. Yes, let me try. You have uh, more of a chance of getting the job. Kelly, did you almost fall over? Yes. Okay, so let me tell you how to stand. Uh, your feet need to be about shoulder width apart. Oh, they're a little far apart. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Your hands need to be on your hips. You need to put your chest out. No, not down. Out. <laughs> okay. Go. <laughs> Keep going. And you need to put your chin up. No, God, see this. Do I look no, you look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they say that if you stand like that, it exhibits more confidence. Okay. Unless you're Kelly, and I do not recommend that stance. I think it looks good. That is not a good stance. No, it's not that. It's both hands. Oh. All right. She's also wearing her uh, fake Gucci belt today. <laughs> Why do you have to tell on me? Because it's chuggy. Remember, we talked oh, about yeah. that the other day. Well, I don't think Arkansas, doing... Arkansas hasn't gotten the memo yet, so I can still wear it. No, we, we're talking to more than just Arkansas if you go and look at the podcast numbers. So even though we do say good morning, Arkansas. <laughs> All right, that study done by the University of Buffalo. If you're more attractive, you're more likely to get the job unless you use the power stance. And again, just so you know, if you want to exhibit more confidence, walk into a room with your feet shoulder width apart, hands on your hips, your chest out, <laughs> and your chin up. Look like Superman. And you'll have more confidence. The things we learned this morning. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So it's hard enough to keep your story straight when you're working two different relationships. And it's even harder when you're all under the same roof and doing meth. Oh, okay. (laughs) A woman in Alabama named Tracy Reeves told her husband Frank that there was an intruder in their house one night. At some point, chaos started with the intruder shooting Frank in the chest and Frank retaliating by shooting the intruder in the lower leg and elbow. But the other guy really wasn't an intruder. 
He was Michael, Tracy's boyfriend on the side. golly. (laughs) They'd been dating for more than a year, and recently she'd been secretly letting him stay in their house. She was even providing him with food. So it's unclear why she told Frank that Michael was an intruder, but the police later said that she was really uh, high on meth and they couldn't really even interview her. How about that? Frank and Michael were rushed to the hospital and their condition is unknown. Michael is facing assault, gun, and and drug charges, but Tracy has not been charged with anything yet. But speaking of hiding in someone's house, I've been hiding from doing any exercise. I'm in a fitness protection program. <laughs> that is so, so dumb. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hi, Friday morning is here. Good morning, Arkansas. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Got some new kicks on this morning. I'm getting set for A-State football and the hosting and stuff. That's coming up like, what is it, two weeks from tomorrow we kick off A-State football? Let me see them. Uh, all right, ready? Mm-hmm. Got some pumped up kicks. Yeah. Is that a cool stuff? No, that yeah. was like... Reebok back in the day. Pump up. Remember those ones you would pump? Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. would... Did you have they those? Uh, no, I was too poor. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> I think I had the Kmart one. I was going to say, you had the Kmart version. Here's my new kicks. These are my... What? You Red Wolves Red Adidas. You like You got them? a different color than you normally go go out with. Do you like that? I do. Because it pops with your Red Wolves uh, lettering. That's good stuff, right? Man, does the coach know you're ready like this? Oh, I don't know. I haven't told them. You should. You think I should send them a you photo? Should, yeah, we should do a photo shoot of just you and your new A-State gear and ask him if he uh, approves. Just for Butch Jones. <laughs> Is that weird? It, yeah, it's weird, but it's funny. I told you the last time I tried to text him, I tried to text him a joke and it took him hours to respond and I got really uncomfortable about it. <laughs> like maybe I shouldn't have tried you to be like, funny. Get it? Get it? <laughs> maybe I'm. Maybe he doesn't like me as much as uh, I thought he did. Maybe he has a better sense of humor than you. Um, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, I had this deal because I had to take some stuff back. I bought some pants. And you know sometimes like you put on pants. You and taking stuff back. I hate doing it, but I ain't going to keep something I don't want to wear. Because as soon as I put it on at home and I get to look from Leslie and Kai, and then I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, this isn't it, is it? <laughs> and your wife did send me a picture a couple of days ago of you trying on stuff without you knowing it was fun. Yeah, because I'm standing there in the well, mirror. Yeah, you're standing there looking at your outfit, and you turned and looked at her, and you caught her taking a picture, right. and she sent it to me, so it's pretty Sweeter. funny. I'll post it. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, but here's kind of uh, how this goes. Uh, I take some pants back. I wanted to get some, some different Adidas pants with like the red on the oh, sides. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't have those in the in the more fitted kind. They they were kind of baggy looking. And I sent Leslie a picture, and she's like, "Nope, negative. You're not buying those grandpa looking pants." Oh, so I didn't buy the grandpa looking pants. <clears throat> but here's the thing I've noticed because I'm back to wearing the mask in public, right? Because you know, again, I can't be vaccinated. We're trying to make sure everybody stays safe. So I, I have the mask, and and um, our friend Doctor Spites got me some really good masks. Like the, the like a hazmat suit, really professional mask. Yes, <laughs> imagine Brandon going around in a hazmat suit. <laughs> Here I come in. It's like when they were going after ET. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I have my mask on, and to be a little less um, public with that, I put on my new Adidas hat. I, I don't even know if I told you. You I haven't. A hat. I have a new hat. What? I found a hat that kind of fits my head. Most hats don't fit my head. Uh-huh. So I had that hat on, and I had the mask on, and I had on uh, some shorts. And, and I started to think as I walked into uh, the department store where I was going to return Did stuff. Did you look like a walking Adidas commercial? Maybe a little bit okay. like that, but I also was worried that because of the way I look, and I have tattoos, <laughs> and you I'm and bald, and I have the big mask on, and a hat, and it might have looked like I was trying to cover up too much. 
I started thinking, I wonder if it looks like I'm doing something bad here. You're about to rob the place. Yeah. Because you're the only one in a mask. I look like that. So then I start having to be overly nice. I overly communicate with people so they know I'm not bad. And you have to, and you, when you have a mask on, you have to make your eyes like really big, like, hi, and big gestures. Yeah. Oh, so gosh. like when I was in wrestling, what we were taught was, you know, you have to, when you're in a wrestling ring, you have to perform and allow what you're doing to be seen by the people, of course, in the front row, but also in the people at the very top of the building. So it's a little more animated. That's how I feel like I do when I walk into stores now, especially <laughs> if I have my hat and my mask, because I'm afraid that I might look like I'm shady. So I walk in there and I'm overly nice. I have started waving at people like as I pass. you're a politician waving like a parade. Like it's not a big wave, but it's like a small wave. Let me tell you. Let me show Wait, you. Wait, yeah. I want you to walk in like you're walking into the store right now. Oh, I should have brought my hat. Oh, now I can imagine what you look no, like. No, if I take my headphones off. But like if you're passing me, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And I, I'm looking because I have my hat pulled down and I pull it down. So I look. Yeah, see, no one pulls it down no, pull like it that down. <laughs> No, I do because I'm bald, so I have to. I don't want to look stupid. So I pull the hat down, and the mask is like here. It's a huge N95 mask, right? Uh-huh. Like doctors don't have masks this big. It basically covers your mouth, your cheeks, okay. and your ears. Look at this. Can you even hear with that on? I can't hear nothing. So I'm walking in, and I'll start to do this. <laughs> you so, barely wave your hand. So my elbow is pinned oh, to my side, wow. but I kind of wave. And I'm overly – I talk to everybody now. I'm like, hey, how's it going? They're like that guy. <laughs> He's weird. Probably makes me look more shady. Yes, it does. So I'm not sure if it's the hat, if it's the mask, or how I need to operate. But again, it's it's one of those things, man. Because you see, like in movies, like the people who cover up when they go into a store, they're doing bad things. Yep, you're right. And now it's me. You're right. With just your, to return stuff with your A State Red Wolf shirt on. <laughs> So I got to be careful. I'm sure other people get it, right? Yes, I get it. Don't you think? Yes, I do. If you see a guy come in and he's wearing Adidas stuff and his hat's pulled way down and he's got a huge white mask on. And he looks like he's about to rob something. It's just me. (laughs) It's okay. It is just me. Don't worry. I'll wave at you with my elbow pinned to my my side. It's a cool looking wave, I think. Mm -mm. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Friday, August the 20th of 2021. Local birthdays. Local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Chuck Farley. Of Jonesboro, who celebrates today. Happy birthday, Charlie Farley. All right. How about Ashley Jones from Jonesboro? She celebrates Steve Floyd. Katie Marie Ball of Pocahontas is turning 23. This says Austin loves you. Lauren Reed of Monette, 32. Happy birthday from Mom. Jeremy Burton of Steel, Missouri. Emily Bowen of Jacksonport is four. Uh, let's see here. Breland Dawson of Tuckerman turns 10. Uh, Jenna Hicks of Blyville, 50 years old today. Whitley Adams is celebrating. Joey Crawford of Jonesboro. Heather McMinn of Jonesboro celebrates. I worked with her and known her forever. So happy birthday, Heather. Uh, Cheryl Yelvington of Stuttgart. Bethany Watkins. uh, Let me try that again. Bethany Watkins in Stuttgart. Tyrone Soley from Stuttgart. And Ashton Howard of Greenbrier celebrates. Celebrating tomorrow. Again, these are birthdays from all over the state. So... Uh, Kelly Chandler has a birthday tomorrow. Lance Baker of Conway. Will Oliver III 
of Jonesboro, Abby Shores. We have Dustin Clegg from Wynn, Ricardo Ramirez of Jonesboro, Ronald Caldwell of Wynn, 70 years old tomorrow. Addison Piercy of Paragould, Atticus Gibson has a birthday tomorrow, Melanie Eversmeyer of Pocahontas, Michelle Blazinger of Stuttgart, KK Davis in Stuttgart, Jana Hancock from Stuttgart, Destiny Webb of Stuttgart, Golly, a bunch from Stuttgart tomorrow. Uh, Melinda Brazel from Humnoke has a birthday. Connor Konechny of Stuttgart celebrates tomorrow as well. Celebrating on Sunday, Christy DePriest. We have Eden Hamlet of Jonesboro. Jason Hirons from Wynn. Emma Reed of Zenith, Missouri turning 10. And Heather Parker of Stuttgart celebrates as well. So again... It's a bunch of birthdays. Mm-hmm. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. Happy birthday. We say happy <laughs> How did I do birthday. That? I don't know. Let's try that again. <laughs> and if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. We say <laughs> happy birthday. To all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Celebrating today, Demi Lovato is 29. Baby, go Lovato, 29. Amy Adams is 47 today. That was Lois Lane in the DC movies. And Katie, the purse lady on The Office. Oh, yeah. Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit is 51 today. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Fred Durst, Limp Biscuit. All right, Fred Durst turning 51. Al Roker is 67 today. Rudy Gatlin is 69 from the Gatlin Brothers. Robert Plant is 73 from Led Zeppelin. I'm gonna give you my Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin, 73 today. And celebrating on Saturday, Hayden Panettiere is 32. Casey Musgraves will be 33 tomorrow. Casey Musgraves fan. What about this one? Mama's hooked on Mary Kane. Brother's hooked on Mary Jane. And Daddy's hooked on Mary two doors down. I don't know, we have this one too. We just blow smoke. Hey, yeah. We just blow smoke. Casey Musgraves, 33 tomorrow. Celebrating tomorrow, Khalees will be 42. You may know her from this song right here. All right, Khalees celebrating coming up tomorrow. Kim Cattrall will be 65 tomorrow. That's Samantha on Sex in the City. Jackie DeShannon will be 80. Uh, some of Jackie Shannon's biggest hits. What the world needs now. Name the movie. Uh, my best friend's wedding. Yes, great movie. <laughs> it is a good movie. So uh, Jackie DeShannon turns 80 tomorrow. And celebrating on Sunday, Dua Lipa will be 26. Dua Lipa 26 on Sunday. James Corden will be 43 on Sunday. Howie D of the Backstreet Boys will be 48. How about that? Backstreet's back. All right. 
Howie D, 48 on Sunday. Kristen Wiig will be 48 on Sunday. Of course, you know her from Bridesmaids, Ghostbusters, and Wonder Woman. Ty Burrell is 54. That's Phil Dunphy on Modern Family. Debbie Peterson from The Bangles will be 60 on Sunday. It's just another manic Monday. Wish it was Sunday. Let's do some Bangles. Do you remember this one? Am I only dreaming? That's a guess. Is this burning? They did that one, and of course, see if you remember this one. Oh, yeah. Look. Oh, you do know the dance. All right. No, let's not continue the dance. I believe I've seen enough. It's Debbie Peterson of the Bangles turning 60. Know the word? Of course I do. What? What is that weird doing? It's Lady 60, Debbie Peterson of the Bengals. Walk like an Egyptian. All right, we waited for all that for that. So, anyway, Debbie Peterson turned 60 on Sunday. Cindy Williams will be 34. That was Shirley Feeney on Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. And Colin Ray will be 61 oh. on Sunday. I love some Colin Ray. I think I'm on a road here in Little Rock. I'm solid as a stone, baby, wait and see. I got just one small problem here. Without you, baby, I'm not me. I mean, Colin Ray, lots of hits from the 90s. Let the world stop turning. Let the sun stop burning. Let's see if you know this one. But one boy, one girl, two hearts beating wildly. To put it mildly, it was love at so Colin Ray, 61 on Sunday. If you get there before I do, don't give up on me. I'll meet you when my chores are through. I don't know how long I'll be, but I'm not gonna let you down. Darling, wait and see. And between now and then, till I see you again, I'll be loving you. So good, right? Love me. All right, one more Colin Ray. He had a really upbeat song, too. She said, you don't know it, boy, but you just hey, blew it. And I said, well, that's, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's my story. <laughs> oh, that's my story. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Colin Ray, who turns 61 on Sunday. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Let's do this, man. We got Friday morning going on, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, we have country music news today on Kane Brown. You got me thinking I might 
So Kane Brown has a brand new song out. I wanted to give you a sneak peek at this new one. Uh, it just came out like overnight last night. It's called One Mississippi. New stuff from Kane Brown. And it sounds like this. video too the cool thing about the video if you love going to like the state fair and stuff like that uh, they have all the fair rides there in the video so it's brand new stuff from kane brown it's out today it's called one mississippi we have country music news today on kelsey ballerini if you're gonna hold me hold me like i'm leaving if you're gonna kiss me kiss me like you need maybe if you're not you're best kid to leave it if you're gonna love me love me like you mean so kelsey ballerini has figured out to block the haters, she says. Recently, Kelsey was talking about how she can sympathize with Lizzo, who has been thrown a lot of hateful messages about her appearance, and find a way to move past it. Now, you may know Lizzo from this song right here. I do my head talk, check my nails. Kelsey's learning from Lizzo? Yeah, she, Kelsey says, quote, when someone, especially with Lizzo's platform, is able to say, I'm human, and even though I try to put my most confident self forward, as a public figure, this hurts my feelings. I'm human. I have bad days, too. I think when someone is at that level able to do that, it normalizes it. Kelsey goes on to say when she feels insecure, she likes finding the things that make her feel confident and rooted so she can go on where days where she feels up where she doesn't feel right in her own skin. Yeah. For example, like she likes to get up and do a workout that makes her feel strong if she's not feeling good about herself or she'll write a song that makes her feel empowered and smart so kelsey has gone as far to write a book of poetry called feel your way through and that's coming out in november but she also opens up about what it's like to learn to love yourself and i love what kelsey says here she says it's a journey we are always evolving i have days where i feel insecure and days where it's hard i'm human yeah, it's good. I love it because, yeah. you know, in the old days before social media, a lot of artists didn't share that stuff. Right. We thought their life is perfect because they're famous. Mm-hmm. So now when you have famous people who are especially talking to young people, but really all of us. It helps. Hey, yeah, it helps us all feel a little bit more normal in mm-hmm. this world. All right. Country music news today on Keith Urban. And the sun is so. Again, we've got the new song. It's called Wild Hearts. It's Keith Urban. He kind of talks about the song, and the way Keith describes it is is this song is almost autobiographical. Like, he feels it. He feels like this is all about him. Here's Keith Urban. Wild Hearts is a brand-new song of mine, and it's uh, fairly autobiographical. I would say it's mostly about following your heart, following your dreams, and going for it, no matter what anybody says. It's about believing in yourself and shooting for the stars. If you haven't heard the song Wild Hearts, it's new stuff from Keith Urban, and it sounds like this. This goes out to the drifters and all the dreamers ready to fly. All those born to be rock stars lifting their guitars and painting the sky. Out to the world. 
just like mine. Wild Hearts, new stuff from Keith Urban. It is out now. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is August the 20th, and today in pop culture, back in, let's see here, 1965. What about the Rolling Stones? You know how big they were, right? They had a song that was going out that was going to be a big hit for the Rolling Stones. Do you know the song, I Can't Get No Satisfaction? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they were out there releasing this song on this day in 1965. I can't get no satisfaction. Today in pop culture in 1982, Alabama released this one. She's close enough to perfect for me. Today in pop culture in 1988, Steve Winwood was number one on the album's charts. The album was called Roll With It. You might know this song. Today in pop culture in 1991, the Spin Doctors released their debut album. So the album was called A Pocket Full of Kryptonite. It featured this song. This is 91. 30 years ago today. My favorite song. And I like this one. But my favorite from the album was this one. I was 14. Oh, you're thinking, marry him yep. or marry me. Am I the one who loves you, baby? Can't you see? Oh, I'll do it. I'm okay. about to do it. Sing it with me if you know it. That's what I said now. Got some big seal up on his jacket. Oh. But it was still a county injection. Your father will condone you. That's what it is. How about that now? You marry him, your father will disown you. He need his head now. Marry him, or marry me. I'm the one you love, your baby. Can't you see? I ain't got no future or family tree, but I'm the one to put the love on to be. I'm the one to put the love on to be. Said if you We're enjoying that quite a bit. Today in pop culture in 2000, Nelly started a five-week run at number one with the album Country Grammar. Also on the album. Today is August the 20th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Also, today, in just a few moments, we're going to chat with the Chancellor of Arkansas State University, Kelly Damphus. He is, I believe, I believe he spent the night in a dorm room on purpose. 
We'll talk to him about that. What's up at Arkansas State with the masks and the indoor stuff, the outdoor stuff. What about football starting in like two weeks? And will the chancellor learn the dance to this? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a day night. So, we got the Chancellor coming up here in just about three minutes on Brandon Baxter in the morning. This is Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, we're joined this morning by a very special guest who joins us on the phone directly from his dorm room. Uh, yeah, that's kind of wild to say that, but uh, the chancellor is not living in the beautiful A-State home that is uh, on the road right there that we pass and see, and we're like, wow, that's a pretty cool house, the chancellor's uh, residence. No, he's in Kay's Hall right now. Kelly Damphus joins us. Uh, Dr. Damphus, what in the heck are you doing in the dorm room? Well, good morning, Brandon and Kelly. We're, we're, we are doing what we've been doing since we first uh, moved here in 2017 for our, this is our fifth in Kay's Hall. How's that? I love it. Hey, I, I yeah. saw the pictures last night, and I saw that uh, your beautiful wife, Beth, is right there with you. Hello. Oh, you know, so Not you're really... Yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't really get away from her. I uh, can't get in the other room. There's no other room, so... <laughs> yeah, so the crazy yeah. thing... The, the thing was, he said five years ago, hey, I'm going to go stay in the dorm. He just wanted a one-night break, and she went with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Hey, the good thing is that we have our own beds here, so that's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I had my sleep number on 70. Wow. Yeah. There, there was no dial. <laughs> my dial. There you go. Hey, it is great to talk to you guys. And we love seeing you. And we saw you a couple weeks ago at a, at a deal with our friend Stan Jones. Yeah. And, you know, it's just kind of good to reconnect. And I know, you know, your job and you make it look like it's fun all the time and you're always busy. And really, I'll speak for Beth as well. She's always busy and involved with the students at Arkansas State. I think sometimes I forget that your job is a real job because, like, yeah. you, ha- you have really big stuff to do. But we see this public side of you. And I forget sometimes about the real hard work that you have to do every day as well. Well, you know, that's interesting because, you know, the, the public sees one thing and doesn't see a bunch of other stuff. And mm-hmm. so that's really insightful of you. Yeah, there's a lot going on that, that you know, you don't really know about. And it's, it's like going to a football game. You have no idea. You show up, you give your ticket, you watch a game, you go home. You have no idea what it took to put on that football game. All the practices, the meetings, mm-hmm. the planning, all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. and you know, uh, universities are like that too. You think it's just professors and and students taking classes, but there's a lot happening here. Yeah. So explain to me, and maybe the people who hear the word, you know, chancellor, and we know you're kind of the top dog at Arkansas State. But what does that mean? What does the chancellor do? What is your responsibility to Arkansas State, to the community, and to the students? Yeah, that's a great question. So basically, the overall responsibility is making sure that. First off, that everyone's safe and that everyone um, is protected, but also that we meet our mission here, which is to change the lives of the young people of, of Arkansas and around the country and around the world who come here. So they get their uh, get a college degree and then change their lives and the tra- trajectory of their families by getting a degree. And then also at the same time, protecting our faculty and staff and making sure that they have what they need to be successful as well. So my job, just coordinating all of that, all the getting all the plates spinning, Everybody on my team is spinning a plate. My my job is to help them keep those plates spinning. Right. But it's you kind of mentioned your team, and I know you have a great support staff of people. Nobody better than your wife, Beth, who is right there with you. And I don't know if, if in every you know chancellor job in the country, 
if the support system is quite so strong? Because, Beth, you're pretty public, just like Kelly. Um, how does this job and, and this adventure at Arkansas State affect you? Well, it's, it's a great experience for me. It helps keep me young. Nothing better than being a bunch around, uh, around a bunch of young people each right. day. And um, I just feel like I've been in uh, university life all, all my life. Mm-hmm. My dad was a university professor, and um, we've, we just enjoy doing this as a team together. You know, it's so neat, and I've told Kelly this. I don't know if I've ever told you this, Beth, but, you know, just my experience with with chancellors in the past and just, you know, because I've been here for a long time in this market, and I didn't know the previous chancellors. They weren't, you know, hugely public as far as involved in student life, and you guys came in here, and on day one, we knew there was going to be a difference because of social media. It obviously makes it easier, but I'll never forget going out to order the pack one night at Centennial Bank Stadium, and I look around, and I'm seeing the students holding up, like, fat heads of you guys (laughs) And the dogs, and I'm like, redundant with me. (laughs) But I was really amazed. Like, you know, I don't, I don't see that. Even with, you know, like here's the football coach, here's the basketball coach. I don't see that. But with you, I don't know what you did to endear yourself to the students. But it was like a difference maker from day one. Yeah, it's interesting. Is uh, and I don't know either. I I just don't know another way of doing it. There's, I guess, there's probably a thousand ways to be a chancellor and and the chancellor's wife or spouse. And we know a lot of chancellors' spouses, and there's a—I mean, there's—we have an association where there's a spouse association and the chancellor association or president association. But there's there's lots of different ways of doing it. But you know, we had lived in a residence hall four years before we came here. We were faculty and residents there, and uh, had a great experience doing that. And we just found that the more open and accessible we were to the students, the better we could do our job there, trying to you know help the freshmen. We were in a freshman dorm, helping the freshmen make that. Transition from from being a high school student to a college student is one of the most trying times of their lives, and so um, so we just kind of like we're used to doing that. When we came here, we said, you know, during the time when I'm not in the office answering emails and doing other stuff, let's try to you know be be a part of something bigger here and be really involved as much as we can mm-hmm. in the lives of our students and faculty and staff here. So you know, people say, what do you do for fun? And I said, well, we just keep doing what we did from eight to five. We mm-hmm. we do that from 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 can to can, you know. Yeah. You know, we we always uh, kind of set a goal that we would want to try to meet as many students as possible before they cross the stage and we say goodbye. Oh wow, yeah, and that's beautiful to know mm-hmm. that. So again, we're talking to the Chancellor of Arkansas State University, Kelly Danfus, his wife Beth. They're both staying in Case Hall. They're right there uh, in a dorm room where they have spent uh, the last couple of days. What is it like there in Case Hall? I've never been in there, so if, if you were to paint the picture of what uh, you know, a freshman who's about to move in this weekend, what they're going to experience in Case Hall, what's it like? Well, you know, Case Hall is a is a pretty tall tower, it's one of our tallest buildings on campus, and. It's a it's a little bit of an older building, but it's been really refreshed on the inside. And you know, there's it's it you, there's a center part where all the elevator shafts are, and there's wings on both sides. There's a girls side on one side and boys on the other side, and each room has a has a has a little uh, kitchen area. And uh, well, our our place has a kitchen area, but they have like a little a little room with two beds. There's a bathroom they share, and then a room with two beds on the other side. And um, and then there's a resident advisor on each floor as well, and each wing. So it's a, that's a student worker who lives there and kind of helps the students make the transition um, uh, into being becoming a college student. So you've got RAs living in the dorms, 
and then we got the students living there, and then um, so you have a roommate, and then you have a suite mate. The suite mates are on the other side sharing your bathroom, and mm-hmm. that's always a challenge. You, you share bathrooms at home, but sharing <laughs> bathrooms with your with a stranger until they become your friends mm-hmm. that's a, that's always a challenge. And of course, I think living with a roommate is one of the greatest learning experiences of going to college because that that can be challenging sometimes too. I was going to say, I think what what people will get out of that is years down the road, they're going to look back on those college days in the dorm as some of the best days of their lives. Mm-hmm. Oh, unbelievable. I think I always tell people that when you leave high school, you think you're going to miss all your friends and what's going to happen there. But the friends you make at college are the friends you'll have for life. They'll be in your wedding. And when you go back for your reunions and so on, those will be your friends for life. And your roommate in college and your sweet mates and the people on your floor those are the that's the first friends you'll make, mm-hmm. and uh, again, they'll be the friends for life. We're talking to people all across the state this morning, and I wanted to, like if I were to say to you, sell me on Arkansas State. Let's say there's somebody who's you know a high school student, and they're kind of starting to get their their mind wrapped around what's going to happen with college. Why should they choose Arkansas State University? Well, one of the things I love about A State is that it really provides the the kind of opportunity you'd have at any school if you went to any school in the country. And said, I want to do this or I want to do that, say a study abroad or an internship opportunity. I want to do research with a faculty member. I want to get involved with big big league sports or big time sports, or I want to get involved in Greek life. Everything that any other school has is available here at Arkansas State. But what's especially available wonderful is that it's a smaller school, so that your opportunity to make relationships with people is different here, especially with our faculty who are not just interested in what's going on in the classroom. I mean, there's a lot of places where, first off, the, the faculty don't really want to go to the classroom because it's not, you know, they've got other things going on. They're doing research and so on. But our faculty are not just engaged in the teaching process, but also uh, in, in research as well, but also in the learning about life process. And so many of our faculty are engaged with our students and student groups and student clubs, uh, extracurricular activities. And so when you come here, you'll have the opportunity to have relationships, not just with your fellow students, but also with the faculty and with our staff members, and that you'll have a, a incredibly rich relationship opportunity with, with people who are really invested in your future. And there's a lot of places you go to where you don't take a class from a faculty member to become a junior. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here we have, you know, our faculty are teaching classes at the freshman level all the way through. And, uh, and then they're engaging with the students outside of the classroom as well. So it's a really, um, you know, a rich uh, enriching experience. Any degree that you want anywhere else, you can get here. Um, any experience you want, you can get here. But th- those relationships, I think, are really the thing that set us apart. In addition to some of the degrees that aren't available other places as well, there's, I mean, but there's, I think that's the biggest thing for me. It's just the relationships that are available. Kelly Danfuss joins us on the phone this morning. The Chancellor of Arkansas State University, his wife Beth, is with him, and they're in the Case Hall on the campus of Arkansas State, preparing for students to. I know some are already there. More move in this weekend. Uh, and one thing I wanted to to address, and we're going to talk about silly stuff too, but one of the serious things I think that that affects everybody um, is the fact that you had to make a really tough decision on on COVID protocol. Because, you know, we talked about it last year. We were crossing our fingers that by the time we got to fall and football of last year, this was all going to be gone. Uh, we really thought in the middle of the summer, it looked like everything was really winding down. And, you know, we were going to open up the school. Everybody's coming back. And, man, all of a sudden, boom, here comes a shift. And you guys had to be ready to pivot, to shift as well. How tough was that decision sitting in the chancellor's chair? Well, ultimately, it wasn't uh, that hard because throughout the entirety of the pandemic, 
we've done the, the, the number thing number one thing we pay attention to was focusing on safety and health of our students and our faculty and staff. And so we know the fact that the vaccine will be something that will keep everyone safe eventually, but as the vaccine rates are our vaccination rates are a little bit low right now, mm-hmm. the other things that can help are to 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 wear a mask and to, to distance when possible. And, you know, focus on hygiene and cleaning up areas, disinfecting and so on. And we can do all those things. Well, we were allowed to um, to actually mandate masks, which happened very late in the summer. We were we had gone for a couple months where we didn't think we could mandate masks. Well, mm-hmm. When we had that ability to do that, it wasn't hard to make that decision. Nobody wanted to make it. Nobody wants to wear the mask. I don't want to wear the mask. Mm-hmm. I, I'm teaching a class this fall. I don't want my students to be wearing masks. It was really hard for me this past Past year, I mean, it's hard to know your students when they're all wearing masks and so on. Right. But if if we want to keep our folks safe, and we do, that wearing a mask until things get a little easier, a little better with the infection rate, uh, is really the best way to do that. So, uh, if the the only hard part was was you know telling people about it and, and explaining why this was important. But um, in the end, it wasn't hard to do the right thing, uh, which, which is why I believe was the right thing, which is to mandate the mask. We've, we've, we're a little bit less restrictive than we were last year. We're only requiring it in the classroom. We're not requiring it outdoors. Uh, we're only in, uh, in, requiring it in places indoors where people can't separate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not distancing people quite as much when they're wearing masks. And so right. if you're in a, in a group together, if you're wearing masks, we'll be a little bit closer together. So... We're not quite as restrictive as we were last year, but but still, we think wearing the mask will, will make a difference until the the Delta variant, which looks like it's starting to wane a little bit. Looks mm-hmm. like the the numbers are going down. We had a bad day yesterday with infection with the number of people infected, but I think we're on the downside of the of the surge, and so hopefully in, in three to four weeks we can we can do away with the mask mandate. That's my my goal. Did you get any pushback when you made the decision? Because obviously, we've talked to both sides. There's people who are very much on the side of of masking and vaccines, people on the opposite side. I would assume that you heard from the other side as well. Yeah, I had a lot of people, students and parents, um, and even some of our employees that weren't uh, in favor of doing it. Mm-hmm. In the end, uh, whenever I talked to those people, um, I felt comfortable telling them that I'm, I'm erring on the side of caution. If I'm if I'm right, that's good for us. If I'm wrong. We've been inconvenienced a little bit, yeah. um, and so that's kind of the tack I took. Try to try to educate people about, you know, there's a lot of myths out there about the vaccine and about the wearing of masks and so on. And uh, and I get it that people are are there's confusion out there, but as much as I can, just try to explain people, try to be patient with people, try to be empathetic, and, and make sure they they know that I understand um, where they're coming from. And then in the end, you know, sticking with the decision to do the right thing. And um, and last year, people didn't want to wear the mask either, but I give them credit. We had a very high compliance rate of mask wearing on a campus mm-hmm. uh, in all the places. We didn't have a single incident last year where a student didn't wear a mask in the classroom or, or refused to wear a mask. And I give students a lot of credit for that. Arkansas State Chancellor Kelly Danfus joins us on the phone this morning live from Kays Hall on the campus of A-State. His wife, Beth Danfus, is on with him this morning. Uh, so people are moving in this weekend, I, I guess for sure, because there's going to be a ton of bodies on campus. Um, you're telling people, Hey, you need to wear the masks pretty much at all times as you're moving in. Right. Well, well really it's, you'll be wearing the mask when you, when you're in a, in a place where you're not when you're moving around. So if you're, um, 
if, if you're outside and you're packing your stuff up and bringing it to the, the resident hall, you don't really have to do that. Okay. When you go inside, you're going to be like an elevator with people. If you're going to be in a room together, you'll have to wear the mask. And when you're, um, you know, when you're moving about inside the building, when you're going past people, you'll be wearing a mask. And so, yeah, a little bit more than you'd like to, but not as much as we did last year. And then, um, you know, again, just try to be cautious with people. Make sure people understand that some people are really nervous about being on campus mm-hmm. uh, with the virus and just to be you know, thoughtful about other folks. You know, the biggest thing about the mask is it's not designed to protect you. It's designed to protect other people in case you're infected and you don't know it. And so I think when people understand that, that wearing the mask is about protecting other people, um, that whole idea of I, I don't have to wear a mask because I'm not afraid of getting it mm-hmm. kind of goes out the window because mm-hmm. it's not about again, to protect you from getting it, to protect you from spreading it to other people. So let's talk through football. We're about uh, two weeks away from A-State football. What are we looking like for Centennial Bank Stadium as far as masks? Because there's going to be a ton of people who are going to want to be there to see Coach Butch Jones and what this new team is going to look like. There's all this interest and intrigue and excitement. Uh, So we know there's going to be a big crowd. How do you handle um, the mask policy at football? Well, I'm excited about football as well. This is the best home season I think we've ever had. And so we've got a great schedule. We've got two Thursday night games where we'll be the only game on TV, which will be really exciting. And so, and then we start off the season with two kind of big rivals. One of them is an in-state school with UCA, and they're going to they're gonna travel a lot of people up here. And then Memphis is the team we've played more than any other school in the country. Yeah. And uh, they're going to travel a lot of people over here as well. So we're going to have big crowds there. Um, our mask mandate is, does not impact what happens outside of buildings. And so we won't be requiring masks in the stands, okay. and, uh, and we're not going to be requiring distancing. Now, we certainly encourage, if there's room, you should spread out um, from, each, from each other to protect each other and protect yourself. But, um, so you won't see masks, um, except for maybe if our, our employees might be wearing masks. I'm not exactly sure. We haven't settled on that yet. But then up in the suite area where people are inside the club area, We'll be asking people to wear a mask when they're around people that are not part of their their family group or their social group. So if you're inside a a suite by yourself with people that you're that you're connected with and familiar with, you can take your mask off. But if you're out in the club area and the kind of the common area, we'll be asking people to wear their masks unless they're eating or drinking uh, at the time. So uh, kind of like restaurant rules, right? Yeah. When you walk around, you wear your mask, but when you sit down to eat, you can take it off. Yep. You know, in the kind of the bigger public space. Okay. So, and, and again, this will be kind of like the final question on the masking and stuff, but you know, we have events and we want to do events inside uh, first national bank arena. We're excited about that. I know that, you know, like we're looking at events like order of the pack and then basketball and all this crossing our fingers. Eventually we get to the point where we don't have to worry about the masks at all, but I know, you know, in just a couple of weeks, there's going to be students back and people are going to want to gather inside uh, first national bank arena. What does that look like? Same kind of thing. Look, we'll have volleyball there before too long. That's mm-hmm. one of our first uh, sports. Volleyball, soccer. At, actually, soccer kicked off last night. They had their first uh, first game uh, season of the uh, game of the season. They tied uh, Washington State, by the way, one to one. That was a great uh, great game. We enjoyed watching that. But volleyball, volleyball, will be back in the arena. And what we'll be doing is asking people to they can sit together in groups, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they'll be wearing masks but they can separate as, as much as possible as well. Volleyball, typically, there's a lot of room in the stands, so they can spread themselves out a little bit there too as well. We are really hoping that in three to four weeks we can remove that. So by the time basketball gets here, we won't have that problem. Uh, but again, just trying to be cautious about 
where people are. Again, the arena is pretty big and spread yourself out. And um, uh, I think it'll be, I think we'll be in good shape there as far as mask wearing as well. The difference this year is that what's interesting is that the, the cheerleaders can be on the floor in the arena mm-hmm. and they can be on the field on the football game this year. Yeah. And the band can actually perform the halftime as well uh, on the field. So yeah. again, we've relaxed a lot of restrictions that we did that we had last year. The bubble isn't quite as airtight or I don't, I don't it wasn't airtight before, but it was super protected. We didn't let people on the field like we did right. in previous years. And so having the band there, having cheerleaders there on the field, a little bit more active, the dance team performing and so on. I think that'll be a lot more like normal uh, than it was last year. A-State football, September the 4th, Butch Jones. And our first look at the team, man, in a big game against UCA. It's September the 4th, tickets.astate.edu to get those tickets. Um, I don't know if you told Beth about our text exchange the other night, but you and I were um, having a discussion. Not really. It's kind of like more like dudes just kind of texting. But at the same point, I told you that I thought maybe that, you know, as we're bringing students back onto campus, maybe it was time for you to learn a dance, like a TikTok dance. It'd be great for your social media. Well, I'm not very fancy about that, but I sure like uh, to entertain people. So I don't know. I don't know if I gave that away. No, I, you know, I've done stuff like that before. I was actually in dancing with the stars competition, which I won uh, a few years ago, but I don't know that, uh, I'll have to figure something out like that. I I love to do fun stuff. Beth is, I think, is terrified that I will do it. <laughs> yeah. Part of my role is to help him not embarrass him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important job. So we're texting. I said, "Hey, man, you should probably do this Walker Hayes fancy like thing with like some sorority girls because it'd be really cute, right?" And and, mm. and and Kelly has a great personality. And I didn't know if he knew the song. And Beth, I want to read you the text he sent me back, and he confirmed he knew it. It says. Does it come with an Oreo shake with some whipped cream on top? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> so here's the song. Think about this dance. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got to Street stay with the Oreo shake and some whipped cream on the top too. I'm just telling you, man, that is a viral hit. If it you do really that. is. Yeah, but I just saw his version of dancing right here in the Red Hall, and I don't know if it's what the public needs to see. She's like, no! (laughs) It's Arkansas State Chancellor Kelly Damphus, Beth Damphus from Kay's Hall this morning, uh, getting set for a big, really a week as Arkansas State's heading back into classes. It's always great to chat with you guys, and we appreciate your time. Hey, thanks, guys. It was was a lot of fun. All right, we'll talk to you later. Enjoy it. All right, bye, guys. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Welcome to Friday. It's August the 20th. Appreciate you listening to us this morning. I do. I want to tell you something, and I don't know how to break it to you. Wow. Oh. <laughs> um, but here's something I think you need to know. You have ruined part of my life. Oh, gosh. Man. <laughs> yeah. So remember, um, I've had trouble with my vision for a minute, right? Yeah. I told you that, and you've joked about it. And really, it's probably been the entire time we've done the show. It has. And progressively, it gets worse. Uh-huh. Like last year, they would give me my scripts for Arkansas State, right? And I would be like, ooh, I can barely read that. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've kind of thought maybe it's time for me to go and do something, but I haven't done anything yet. Mm-hmm. So as a joke, uh, I come in here one day and there's glasses, some it's readers. For your birthday. It's for my birthday. It's a joke birthday gift. Some some grandpa looking readers, right? Yep. Because she thought 
it would be funny if when people are in here, I had to put these on to read. And it's funny because um, he really can't see. So really, I was actually getting them for real. But also, you bought funny looking ones. Well, kind of. So I got funny looking glasses (laughs) that I put on to see. And so once I started doing that here and I was reading my phone, like I'm seeing things I haven't seen in years. Like I'm like, oh, that's what that looks like. That's what the text is. Because then I was like, wait a minute, I have headaches, all these different mm-hmm. things because I'm squinting and trying yeah. to overly concentrate. And and trust me, I don't need to use any more brain power than I have. Well, and people were getting really upset because you got so many birthdays wrong. I get birthdays wrong. So I get these glasses. And what I've noticed, though, is now I wear these often. Kelly, it's almost like I don't take them off if I have to read something. Because at first it was like, I'm going to put them on to maybe read my watch, right? Or I'm going to look over here and I want to make sure I get birthdays right. And now almost with everything I'm reading, even on computer screens, I can't see unless I'm wearing these. I believe these glasses have caused me to lose vision. So you think there's some type of conspiracy that they're putting something in the glasses that makes your vision worse. It makes me lose vision. Well, you don't think it could be anything like, I don't know, maybe rage? I know it's... Has nothing to do with age. Oh, okay. there are young people with glasses. Okay, so you leave age out of this. Okay, but the issue is, I believe these these readers, which you can go and buy for three bucks, it's a conspiracy. It's like the eye doctors want you to buy them, so then all of a sudden you got to go get them fixed. <laughs> oh, so you're you're calling out the eye doctors? No, I'm not the calling opto- them out. Wait, no. is it optometrists? Optometrists? A podiatrist? I think that's a foot doctor. Huh? Okay. So here's the deal. Uh In a couple of weeks, I'll be hosting A-State football. And if I don't get my eyes fixed or get something quicker than that, I'll be wearing readers on screen. And listen, if you're at the game, (laughs) please yell at him. No. Put your glasses on. Can you even see that? (laughs) Can you read? Yes. There are some games we play out there where I have like a guest and we're playing a game, right? And you have to look up there at the screen for different things. Sometimes I can't even read the picture. You're going to mess up the whole thing. Oh, don't tell me that. I don't need the stress. <laughs> but I do believe if you put these readers on once, it's almost guaranteed you're going to lose vision. <laughs> it is a weird phenomenon. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know the voices of Mickey and Minnie Mouse got married in real life? Wayne Allwine and Russie Taylor were married for 18 years until Wayne's death in 2009. Then Russie passed away in 2019. Isn't that sweet? Oh, wow. That's crazy. Did you know the only animal with just one ear is a praying mantis? Ooh, I didn't know that yeah, either. That is an either. eerie fact. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. uh-huh. and did you know Nike's Just Do It slogan is based on uh, a murderer's stop, last words? Stop, stop, stop. Because you're wearing Adidas. Say, say it again. Nike? Nike? There's some people that say Nike. Leave me alone. Yeah, they say it wrong. <laughs> Nike. Thank <Can> you, do- <laughs> you. I don't want to be here. Leave me alone. Nike's Just Do It slogan is based on a murderer's last words. Gary Gilmore killed two people in Utah and got the death penalty in 1976 for his last words. He said, let's do it. And Nike admits their slogan was inspired by the quote. It's a good thing you're wearing Adidas. <laughs> no joke. I'm scared now. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, our former uh, partner here on the show, David the Barrel Boy, he walked in. He doesn't have the barrel on this morning. but We fired him. Uh, yeah, we fired him about three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Do you ever miss us? 
Uh, yeah, I just don't miss the four long four a.m. alarm clock. Yeah, yeah, that's not the fun part. No, well, I just being it, here with y'all. It's fun. You really don't have anything to do anymore. Yeah, he's only married with a wife yeah. and a job. Yeah, so all the stuff that we warned you about <laughs> three years ago, six years ago, you went ahead and did it all. Marriage, full time house, about to have a baby. Uh, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, don't uh, no. Is that oh. not why you're here this morning? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I popped in early. Just I have an announcement. <laughs> I want to announce. <laughs> I want to announce I've consummated the marriage and conceived a child. Wow. A year later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you invited me to your wedding ceremony. You had to get married twice. Well, I mean, it was like we had a small little intimate COVID wedding, and yeah. then we had the big shebang a couple of months My ago. My whole family was at the shebang. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was at the shebang. I'm glad yeah. y'all got to make it, though. You had two weddings. He wanted two gifts. <laughs> two lines Brandon of gifts. Brandon was that so was upset. <laughs> He's probably going to have another one next year. I'm the I smartest guy in the room. <laughs> hey, what do you think of my, uh, my new gear? I like your attire. It looks like you're about to go and do an extreme workout or something. Oh, I'm a very look, hard workout. It looks like he's about to go try to get a job at A-State. Oh, yeah, coach football. You get to go like film the team. That's, yeah. a, that's a good paying gig. <laughs> one of those camera guys up top. You think I should? You do kind of look like. Not even kidding. I debated doing that in college because a big notification came out. I was like, I love football. I'll go yeah. do this. And then I thought, if I ever missed a play, uh, oh man, I could see a coach like unload on me. Well, and the wild thing about that is Butch Jones. He doesn't like you. <laughs> the new coach. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, guy. that's what he told us. <laughs> no, he told me that earlier in a text. <laughs> Kelly Danfus said the same thing, and Beth Danfus really hates you. <laughs> I've taken pictures with them inside their house. Why were you true. in their house? It was a, a, a send-off for Miss ASU a couple of years ago. And you I went into there. their house? Yeah, I got to hang out. I don't think I've been invited to their house. I've been in there like twice, dude. Come oh. on. What's up with that? I don't know. All right, I'm going to work Maybe on we're that. we're tight. We're All tight. Right. All right. David the Barrel Boy back in here with us. He's <laughs> married. He is a homeowner now. He is full-time. He's a program director. He's just Expecting a up. child. Stop lying. That's <laughs> not true. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, if you're a business owner, I want to give you a heads up. There's something very important that you need to be able to offer if you want to encourage new people to come to your business. According to a new poll... Uh, flexible work from home policies are important to people as they're looking for jobs. I got that. I understand that. So we want the ability to, yes, go into the office, but at the same point, be able to take the work home and not have to be basically tied to the desk for the 40 hour week. Yeah. Uh, they say when they're looking at this, that 48% of people say that that's something they want in their next job. And 72% of people say if there's no consideration that there's some type of policy like that, they don't even want to talk about the job. What about you? What do you think? I think there should be. Yeah. I literally get more work done mm-hmm. at home with, and again, this is what's crazy. I have a wife, an 11-year-old, and three dogs. <laughs> yeah. TVs going, video game systems, all that stuff. I get more work done at home than I do here outside of the show. Isn't that weird? It's very weird. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so this morning on the show, we had a really fun conversation with the chancellor of Arkansas State University, Kelly Damphus, his wife, Beth. They stayed in Kay's Hall. They stayed in a dorm last night. How much fun are they as a couple? No, they're awesome. Yes. And, like we talk through so many different things. Like, is he going to learn the fancy like dance? And is it his wife, Beth, that's telling him not to do it? <laughs> 
You'll find that on the podcast. We also talk about like uh, the mask deal at school. Mm-hmm. Did he get heat for that? Because there is a mask mandate. And what does that really mean? Like, where do you really have to wear a mask? Because it's a little bit different mm-hmm. than just reading the headline. So we talk all about that, how that's going to affect football, which starts in about two weeks. Uh, all that on the podcast today. It's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? Tonight on HBO Max, Reminiscence. It's in theaters today, too. Hugh Jackman is a private investigator using technology to help people relive their lost memories, but he uncovers a dark conspiracy when his client suddenly goes missing. Tonight on Netflix, Sweet Girl stars Jason Momoa as a husband who vows to bring justice to the people responsible for his wife's death. Tonight on ESPN, preseason football, the Arizona Cardinals host the Kansas City Chiefs. And then on Sunday, we have Celebrity Family Feud and the 11th season premiere of The Walking dead hope you guys have a great day and a great weekend and we'll talk to you back here monday morning on brandon baxter in the morning